0: Father in heaven, you have blessed us already up to this point, and we thank you that you are going to continue to bless us as we reconsecrate our lives to you this morning in communion. Father, as your word is open, may your Holy Spirit freely speak to each one of us, I pray. For we ask it in Jesus' name, amen. It was only a few hours, short time, after Jesus had the Last Supper with his disciples. They'd spent the time in the upper room, and now they were walking, they were making their trek from the upper room to the Garden of Gethsemane. And in the Gospel of John, there is a lengthy conversation that is recorded from the upper room to the garden. John chapter 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, long conversation. And there's a prayer in there as well in John 17. And in that great discourse, there is a particular passage of Scripture that we have become well acquainted with as Seventh-day Adventists. And I would like to just briefly think on it a little bit this morning. In fact, if I told you the first part of the verse, chances are that you would be able to finish it for me. It starts, if you love me, keep my commandments. John 14 and verse 15. Now, as you know, the teachings of Jesus were nothing new to him. He didn't make them up. But most of those teachings, if not all of them, were rooted in the Old Testament teachings of the prophets. This particular teaching was without exception. We find the same Concept taught many times in the Old Testament, Exodus chapter 20 and the Ten Commandments itself, verse 6. The Bible says, showing mercy unto thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments. Deuteronomy chapter 7 and verse 9. Know therefore that the Lord thy God, he is God, the faithful God, which keepeth covenant and mercy with them that love him and Keep his commandments to a thousand generations, Joshua 22 and verse five, But take diligent heed to do the commandments and the law, which Moses, the servant of the Lord, charged you to love the Lord your God and to walk in all his ways, and keep His commandments. In fact, we find this teaching also in the New Testament as well, not just with Jesus, but in Second John chapter one and verse six, the Bible says, uh, "And this is love that we walk after His commandments." All throughout Scripture, we find this connection between showing our love to God is in the act of obedience to God and His Word. Now, as Seventh-day Adventists, we usually, when we think about this passage of Scripture, if you love me, keep my commandments, the first thing that comes into our mind usually is in the context of a Bible prophecy seminar, when the message is given on the Sabbath or on the Ten Commandments. And that's a well-warranted application of that Bible passage because, indeed, if we love God, we are going to keep all ten of his commandments. Amen? But I want you to think back with me here this morning as we meditate on this passage here for just a few moments. As we go back to the place and the time when Jesus actually spoke it for the first time, we have to remind ourselves who was it that Jesus was speaking to. Was he talking to the promiscuous crowd? Was he talking to the Gentiles, the unbelievers, the, the, the unconverted? Who was Jesus speaking to when he said, if you love me, keep my commandments? He was talking to 11 men who had followed him for three and a half years. He was speaking to what we might call good Seventh-day Adventists who were doing their best to show their love to God in obedience to his word. Jesus was speaking to the disciples when he said, if you love me, keep my commandments. And I think this is a good thing for us to remind ourselves of because oftentimes I've fallen into this myself, that that particular passage, if you love me, keep my commandments, we kind of pigeonhole it for those people out there. That's for those who are running around on their husband or their wife. That's for those who are not keeping the, uh, the seventh-day Sabbath. That's for those who are taking the name of the Lord their God in vain. No, it's not. Jesus is telling his disciples, Jesus is telling Seventh-day Adventists today, if you love me, keep my commandments. And that's not just the 10, but it's every teaching that God has given to us in his word, both through his word and through the impressions of the Holy Spirit. Jesus is saying this morning, if you love me, keep my commandments. Has the Lord been working on your heart this past week? Maybe the Lord has spoken to you in your devotional time. I pray we all have a devotional time. Maybe the Lord has impressed some Bible passage upon your heart and said, this is an area where you need to come up higher. Maybe the Lord in your reading of the spirit of prophecy has convicted you of something in your life. Maybe it's just been the impressions of the Holy Spirit. If that is the case, Jesus is saying to you this morning, if you love me, keep my commandments. You see, as Christians, we find it a lot easier to verbally express our love for God than actually showing it in the actions of our lives. We like to sing praises to God. We like to give testimony of his goodness in our life. We like to give Bible studies to other people and make good comments in Sabbath school class. And all of these things are valid, yet we need to do these. There's nothing wrong with those. But notice the passage, Jesus did not say, if you love me, tell other people about it. We should. We definitely should tell other people if we love God. But Jesus said, if you love me, what? Do it. Do what I have commanded you in my word. Whatsoever I have commanded you, Jesus says, do it. In the ministry of healing, page 182, we are told this. The love of Jesus in the heart will lead to obedience to all of his commandments. Listen to this. But the love that goes no further than the lips is a delusion. It will not save any soul. Many reject the truths of the Bible while they profess great love for Jesus. Lord forbid that that should happen here, amen? I pray that every one of us here this morning that the actions in our life would reflect uh, what we say in our daily conversations. Jesus says, if you love me, keep my commandments. And and we are told that there are many who will drift away from the truth. Although they have spoken their love for God, they may in their life and in their actions say something quite a bit different. In fact, we're told in the the Gospel of Matthew, Matthew chapter 7, Jesus says that when he comes in the clouds of heaven, that there will be many who say, Lord, Lord. Have we not prophesied in thy name, and in thy name done many wonderful works, and in thy name have cast out devils? But Jesus says, depart from me, you workers of iniquity. They are the ones who have professed one thing, but lived another. And this is the great conundrum in the world today, that there are Christians who say one thing and live another. This is the great reason why I believe many people are turned off from Christianity, because there are those who are living one way and saying something else. Saying one thing, professing one thing, that this is the truth, but then living a different way. Jesus says to them this morning, if you love me, keep my commandments. In all honesty, it doesn't really matter what we say about God. Or what we say to him. But where the rubber meets the road is what I do with the command of God. Now, listen to me carefully this morning. I'm not preaching at you because we're all on this journey together of constant conviction of the Lord in our lives. As we read the Word of God, I oftentimes tell people in my Bible prophecy seminars, right when they first come, I tell them, listen, if you are not willing to change, your life, you might as well take the Bible, put it on the shelf, and forget about it. Because the Bible is a book of change. God has given us his word to change us from the worldliness of the world into the likeness of his character so that when he comes, we might be safe to take with him to the kingdom of heaven one day. So as we study the word of God, we all go through conviction. We've all been convicted at some point in our lives this past week or this past month. We're on this journey together. And as we meet those times of conviction through the study of God's word, the spirit of prophecy, whatever it is, Jesus, as he spoke to the disciples right before going into the garden of Gethsemane, is saying to you, if you love me, keep my commandments. In fact, Jesus goes on in the very same conversation, just a few verses down in verse 24, John 14 and verse 24. And he says what failed obedience looks like. He says, He that loveth me not keepeth not my sayings, which simply means if I don't keep the commandments of God, I am showing God that I what? Irrespective of what's coming out of my mouth, if I'm not keeping the commands of God in my life, Jesus is saying, you don't love me. In our scripture reading this morning, if you would turn there with me, in Revelation chapter 22, we find a great promise that is given to us. If we apply the counsel and advice that Jesus gave to us this morning in John 14, and I believe that advice, although it was written 2,000 years ago, is just as applicable and needful in our society and in our church today. Revelation chapter 22 and verse 14, there's only good that comes from obedience to God. The Bible says this. Revelation twenty-two fourteen. 14, the Bible says, blessed are they, what is that first word there? Blessed are they. How many of you want to be blessed? That was only about a third of you. I'm asking ask you again, how many of you want to be blessed? Praise God. We're in a house of people that want to be blessed. Blessed are they, the Bible says, that what? We don't like that word, do we? Blessed are they that do the Bible says his commandments that they may have right to the tree of life and may enter in through the gates into the city. Now listen, none of us are as uh, spiritually immature enough to think that the pastor is saying we earn our salvation by what we do. We all understand that salvation is by grace through faith in Jesus Christ. We're mature enough Seventh-day Adventist Christians to understand that. But we also understand that our works are very important as well. That if we accept the grace of God, it will naturally compel us to obey the commandments of God. And Jesus says that those who do his commandments are going to be blessed. And I want that blessing this morning. How about you? That they may get have right to the tree. That they may enter in through the gates into the new Jerusalem. I want to be in that city one day. I want to eat from the tree of life. I want to walk on streets of gold. I want to talk to my loving Savior. I want to be with my loved ones forever in heaven. And I want to take as many people there by God's grace as is humanly possible. How about you? probably heard the old saying before, I'd rather see a sermon than hear one any day. You may not be an eloquent preacher. You may not be gifted in giving Bible studies. But how you live your life will be the greatest sermon that you ever preach. And you may find that it's one of the greatest evangelistic series that is done in Muskegon Church. Jesus says, if you love me, Keep my commandments. And I'm gonna tell you something this morning. If God convicts you of something in your life and you resist that conviction, you are no different than the person who comes to a Bible prophecy seminar, hears the message of the Sabbath and turns away from it and says, I cannot do it. You're the same. We're in the same boat at that point because the spirit of God has rested something upon your heart and you have turned away from that thing. Oh, may God help each one of us to willingly, lovingly, excitedly, and with a passion be willing to do the bidding of our loving Savior in our lives. Amen? Review and Herald, July 17th of 1888. We bring this thing to a close. It says this, the test of a genuine Christian is given in the word of God. What is this test? Jesus says, if you love me, keep my commandments. Listen to this, here are the conditions upon which every soul will be elected to eternal life. Your obedience to God's commandments will prove your right to an inheritance with the saints in light. This morning, we have an opportunity of recommitting our lives to the Lord in communion. I don't know why, but for some people, they try to skip out on communion Sabbath as if there's some terrible thing that's going to happen as maybe the bread's been poisoned or something like that. But this is a time where for the past three months, maybe the Lord has been working on our hearts and we can come to him in reconsecration of our life and say, Father, though I may have strayed, I'm recommitting my heart to you this morning. Last passage of scripture in 1 Corinthians chapter 11. This is one we don't read often in connection with the communion service. But it is there nonetheless. 1 Corinthians chapter 11, Paul talks about in verse 24 and 25 what the bread and the grape juice symbolize. But then he says something in verse 28 and 29 that I think is worth reflecting on this morning for a moment. 1 Corinthians 11, 28 and 29 The Bible says this, but let a man examine himself. Let a man do what? And so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. This is why we announce it a week ahead of time, so that for a whole week you can spend that time examining yourself, afflicting your souls, as the Bible tells us, during the time of the great day of atonement, they would search their hearts to see if their life was right with the Lord. And as we come together in communion this morning, perhaps you've taken that time to reflect and to examine your heart, confessing and forsaking your sins. If you haven't, it's okay. You can take that moment right now to do it. It doesn't have to take long. And just say, Lord, I want to take that small word, that small passage, seven words, if you love me, keep my commandments. And I want that to be the theme of my life. I want to show my love to you not just in the expression of my words, but in the actions of my life. Maybe this morning, as you make that commitment to the Lord, to let this be the theme of your life, As you go home this afternoon, you might need to get home and make a phone call and make some wrong right between you and somebody else. Maybe you might be able to have that conversation before you leave church this morning. Lord forbid that the saints would have any animosity towards one another, especially on a communion Sabbath. Maybe when you make that commitment to the Lord, I want to show my love to you through keeping your commandments. Maybe when you get home this afternoon, that will require you getting rid of some cherished item that stands between you and the Lord, getting rid of some worldly influence in your life. Maybe that will require you spending a little bit more time with the Lord in prayer this afternoon instead of taking that long look-for nap on Sabbath. The Seventh-day Adventists We believe that we are living in the hour of God's judgment. I don't know that we understand the full implications of that, but I believe we could if we wanted to. And it's in a time like this that we need to have a heart that is in harmony with our creator. This morning, would you like to say, Father, I can't do this on my own. But I do want to show my love to you, not just in mere expression of my words, but in the actions of my life. Do you want to make that commitment to the Lord this morning? Just raise your hand and say, Lord, that's my commitment. Help me with it. I Can't do it on my own, but you can. Let's talk to the Lord about that this morning. Father in heaven, we are grateful that your Holy Spirit is constantly working with us. We're thankful, Lord, for these small passages that just really hit home to our hearts. And Lord, there have been times where we have resisted the promptings of the Holy Spirit in our lives, but this morning as we reconsecrate our lives to you in communion, we seek to turn away from that. We no longer want to resist the appeal of God in our lives, but we want to willingly, lovingly obey What we can. So, Lord, give us the strength, give us the energy, give us the desire, give us the passion, Lord, to show our love to you by keeping the commands of your word. Bless us to this end, I pray. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. This media was brought to you by Audioverse